Yo, 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 what's going on to the gambling game, man? Welcome in, welcome in. It's another edition of Cash Day with Chris, the NBA betting show slash podcast where we break down some of these games off the early mode to see if we can find some value, uh, bring you guys some analysis, some stats, some eye test stuff, and see if we can cash some tickets, man. I am Chris, host of the podcast, and uh Today is December 21st. Crazy to think that we're already at December 21st. Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, hit the like button for me if you guys can on your way in, and uh, let's get into it. So real quick, as always, uh, just a break, the, uh, a recap of yesterday. Yesterday, official play was the Memphis Grizzlies. I gave it out on the show, uh, gave it out for my bet U.S. best play of the day, and uh, Grizzlies lay a dud. Lay a dud on the road. Jamal Murray wasn't in. I thought that would help us. Uh, offensively, Denver can be kind of limited without him and Michael Porter Jr., but Memphis just doesn't show up. They continue to not show up on the road uh, this season. It, I think they're just three, eight, and one uh, in away games, so it doesn't matter that Jared Jackson Jr. comes back. He typically gets into foul trouble in those in those games. So um, big, big loser yesterday. It's back-to-back losing days because the day before I came out, I came on and gave out a total – as my best bet, not on the show. I don't think I gave it official play on the show on uh, on Monday, but back-to-back losing days, uh, first time in quite a while. So not big losing days, just, uh, you know, one-unit losing days, uh, back-to-back days, because I, I did give out – that was the only play I gave out yesterday on the morning show. Um, also really like Mike Conley assists. He finishes on the hook at seven. Uh, Jordan Clarkson has a big assist night. Uh, Lloyd Marketing has a big one-on-one night individually. Uh, just didn't need a bunch of passes. Detroit defense looked terrible. If you if you played the uh, you know the um, the Utah Jazz, then you cashed yesterday with with ease. Uh, it was a spot that I really really liked, but but didn't get to the window with that one. So uh, let's move forward. We got a lot of games to talk about today. I'm excited to break the slate down and try to find some cash as always. Like I said, hit the like button for me if you guys can before we get started, and let's jump into it. So first game up. Maybe the best game of the night. The Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Cleveland to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. So uh the Bucks have they've already won uh won this uh series, won the, the series between the two, they've already won two games in a row. So you're looking at a double revenge game for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Both of those games also were in uh Milwaukee, and both of those games, Cleveland Cavaliers weren't 100 percent healthy. This is the first time we see a, a healthy Cleveland Cavaliers team, which is why people may be wondering why the spread has the Cleveland Cavaliers actually favored, uh, because they, they've lost two times already to the Milwaukee Bucks. So why would they be favored in the third game? It's because they have a healthy squad. It's because their length and athleticism should make it a little difficult for a guy like uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo to be able to just get downhill and, uh, you know, score in the paint. So you look at this. You look at the spot for both of these teams, the Cavs, fourth straight home game. Uh, I mentioned the double revenge game. This game kind of feels like a measuring stick type game for the Cleveland Cavaliers as well, right? I think that they'll learn a lot about themselves, uh, you know, depending upon the outcome of this game. Because now, like I said, they are healthy. Could you give them a pass to lose some of those games uh, previously in this series? Yeah, I think you I think you absolutely could. But now you're coming home. Uh, you look at you look at the Bucks. Middleton is listed as doubtful in this game. But like I said, the Cavs should have everybody. Um, 
So if you're looking at the Cavs, right, they they are nine and zero straight up, six and one, six one and two against the spread as a home favorite versus the East specifically. Also, just in general, they're fifteen and two at the crib, the best home record I, I'm I'm pretty sure of in the association. Twelve four and one uh, ATS at the crib as well. But like I said, specifically against the East because conference games mean more. This team is uh, six one and two ties, and they've got two ties, uh, two pushes against the spread as a home favorite versus the East. The Bucs also haven't played in the same arena or, or have had to travel at the end of each game in 12 straight games, dating all the way back to uh, no, dating all the way back to November 25th, Thanksgiving, uh, right around Thanksgiving time, was, was ironically enough the last time they actually played against the Cleveland Cavaliers before they started going on, you know, these road trips. They've had to play a road game, a road game, home game, and then go back on the road. And then go back on the road, then come home for one, and then go back on the road for three and come home for one. So this team has not been able to, you know, get fully, um, you know, uh, acclimated to anything that they're accustomed to as far as not having to travel. So I like I like that, you know, advantage for the Cavaliers in this spot as well. You also look at the Bucks; they're just two, three, and one against the spread versus the East on the road. Uh, so not the greatest spot for them. Uh, if you do want to find a spot to to fade the Bucks is really, really difficult to do that. But you see them just being two, three, and one ATS on the road versus the East. Uh, another thing I looked at was home favorites playing in their fourth straight home game because because the Cavaliers are on a a nice little home uh, stint right now. They they have not had to leave their arena, have not had to you know travel at all. So home home favorites playing their fourth straight home game in which they were favorite in the first three games, and then they're home favorite again in uh, their fourth game with the line that's less than uh, three. So you just need this team to win by a bucket. Those teams are three and one against the spread and four no ATS so far this season. If you look at it dating back to 2020, um, these teams are 18 and five straight up, 16, six and one against the spread. So that's a 70%, 73% cover rate uh, back in the Cleveland Cavaliers in this spot. Like I said, more, uh, you know, just the the team that has been at the crib, shooting on the same goal, not having to travel at all. One of the big reasons why I like the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers minus the two today. Also, looking at the total, it opened at two seventeen. It's down to two sixteen and a half at most places right now, and I would agree with the the movement there. Um, you look at the the the, the just the, the two teams in general. They're five one and one in the last seven meetings to the under. Uh, playing in Cleveland. They also, the Cavs also 10 and 6 to the under at home this season. They also 4 and 1 to the under as a home favorite when they're, when the total was set at 218 or or, or lower. Um, so they, you know, even though you get these low totals in their games, they, they still typically go under. Uh, Bucks on the opposite side, the best under team on the road, um, you know, of all the teams in the NBA. They're 10 and 3 to the under on the road, 4 no to the under when the total was set at 220 or, or lower. So, you know, even those games go under as well. I know I gave out an under between the Pelicans and the Bucks on Monday, which was uh, my best bet that didn't win. But the totals have been good, man. They've been really, really good. Yesterday I talked about, you know, I like how how I like Memphis, but I also like the under in that game, the under cash. Uh, you know, I think when these two when, when two good teams get together, typically the defense comes out. I love that both of these teams aren't playing on the second night of back on the first leg of a back to back or the second night of a back to back. That makes me like the, you know, like the, uh, the the under even more. I think you get a really good defensive intensity, uh, you know, between both of these teams. 
The Cavs also play at a pretty slow pace at home. Uh, they can struggle to, to score, but they typically rely on their defense, which is why I like the under in this spot. Um, what else did I have for you guys? Oh, I'm sorry. What, so one more thing. Bucks 6-0 and to the under in away games versus the East this season. So conference games for the Bucks, all of them have gone under when you're talking about them playing against the East. They also had a ninth best defensive rating over the last two weeks, and that defensive rating took a hit when they gave up 140 points or however many it was against the Memphis Grizzlies last week. So defensive rating probably should be a little bit better <clears throat> on the road. And then you look at the Cavs, they have the sixth best defensive rating at home uh, over the last two weeks as well. So uh, love, 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 love the under in this game. And I do think that it probably trickles down just a tad bit more. So <clears throat> if you wanted to get on on that, I think you do, especially knowing the injury report already for, for these teams. Uh, love the under. Also love the Cleveland Cavaliers minus the two. Moving on to the next game, I want to talk uh, just a tad bit about this Pistons and the 76ers game. Not a game that I'm extremely interested in, but um, you look at this, you look at the, you know, the 76ers team. And I, I think I, I think I'll, you know, just bookmark that for a second and say this. A lot of the times when you're looking at these point spreads, especially if you get these teams in real bad travel situations. Uh, so for Detroit, this is a second game of a of a back to back, uh, a home road back to back at that. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, they had the, they got beat up last night pretty badly against the Utah Jazz. You're going to get. The line is everything is kind of baked into the line already. So the travel spots already in there. Philadelphia has played, you know, six straight games at home. That's already baked in there. Uh, so you're, you're, you know, you literally asked to take the dog. Like the books, like you want to take the dog. Well, well, we'll give you 11 and a half points or you're going to lay 11 and a half and get a backdoor cover against this, you know, against this team that may not care about covering the spread and just winning the game, which is why dogs can be so profitable. We saw last night with, you know, the Washington Wizards, they were laying, they were catching seven points and nobody wanted to back them because they had already lost 10 games in a row. Uh, so you don't necessarily want to back an away team on a fourth game in, of a seven game road trip. But, you know, they come out and they they win the game outright, not just covered, but they win the game outright. So uh, dogs, I think, are are at a at a premium. I think not at a premium. I think dogs are 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 barking today. And I think the dogs, you know, cover some of these big numbers. So just wanted to kind of say that from the beginning. So looking at this Pistons team, uh, like I said, uh, so looking at the Pistons, they're four and two ATS traveling from home to to road, and they've had three straight covers. So after losing a game at home, not well, typically they do lose at home, but typically traveling from home to road, they're four and two against the spread. They also want to know ATS in the in this spot on the second night of a back to back uh, as well with the cover versus the Bucks when they were getting 11 and a half points as well uh, back on Halloween. Of course, they had Cade in that game. Uh, they don't have Cade today, of course. Cade is out with, you know, season-ending shin surgery. Um, but this team does still play hard. They, they they typically score less points on the road. They typically play better defense on the road as well. I mentioned it yesterday. They, they ranked, uh, you know, 29th defensively at home. But defensively on the road, for whatever reason – because we're learning as we get more information, we're learning about these teams and the environments that they play in. They play better defense on the road. And maybe it's because the other teams just kind of overlook them and they and they, you know, not really looking to score, but kind of sleepwalking through the game. For whatever reason, those games go under. Right. So Pistons also three one and one playing on the third game in four nights. One of the best teams in the league, you know, in playing in that spot. Three one and one. That's profitable. Four and two when traveling from home to road. That's profitable. Uh, also five and two against the spread as an away dog when the line is 11 or more. Right. 
Uh, so, you know, like I said, you get them at 11 and a half point favorites, five and two is profitable. Um, and within that five and two, they're also four no in their last four, four straight covers as an 11 point dog or more. So if they bring the scrappiness, they could definitely, you know, keep this game. I, I wouldn't say keep it close, but winning by 12 is a, is a lot, to, is a lot to ask for when you're, you know, putting that on, on Philly on the opposite side for Philly, not a spot you really want to fade them in. This is their six straight home game. They're two and one against the spread and straight up as a home favorite when they land 10 and a half points or more 11 and one ATS at the crib in their last 12. So, you know, asked to cover these big numbers they have already. Um, but, you know, at the, at the crib the other day, they were also, uh, you know, laying what seven points uh, and Toronto took them to overtime. So really just a motivation spot. Is Philly going to be motivated to play Detroit? They don't have another game coming up, you know, the day after they, they, they get a, you know, a few days off. I don't think they play again until, until Christmas. So not a real look ahead spot at all. Um, and for the Pistons, I mean, for the Sixers as well, they typically uh, just own Detroit. We talk about the Knicks owning Detroit. The Pistons typically are owned by, I'm sorry, the, the, the Sixers also pretty much own Detroit. They are uh, seven and one ATS uh, in their last eight games in Philly is, is Philly versus Detroit when they're playing Detroit specifically. So that's what I got for you guys there. Not a play on the game for me. If I'm looking at anything, I'm probably looking towards the under in that spot. I think, uh, you know, maybe a team total under for Detroit. Philly offense has been, I feel like, price kind of um, uh, uh, lower than what they, they should be expected to. And they've been kind of flying over the total. So what, what I've seen in these games is that Philly may come out slow. Uh, you know, they may overlook the team but somehow they still always go over their point total whether it's overtime whether it's not overtime they typically go over their point total so that's what i got for you guys in that one uh let me check the chat real quick because i see the, the chat going crazy man uh morning kc man i've uh i'm cold i'm so cold in the nba so far what up lj uh jr sports sean frankie um let's keep it going for sure durham saved the night yes last night yeah a lot of people's on durham double double his rebounds his points they de they definitely all cashed last night for sure uh what up ayo uh justin good morning brian good morning he said tonight i like the i like the magic money line the paces spread so far uh i stepped on uh Cavs minus 120 last night nothing wrong with taking the money line justin stay away from the spread these games are going to be tight for sure. Most of the time, they're going to be tight. Uh, one bet to make tonight, Mitchell over 26 and a half points. Good morning, Ant. Good morning, Derek. Uh, shout out to Detroit. Um, LJ, Bucks first quarter, 4-1 last five straight uh, straight up in the first quarter. Okay. Uh, Cavs is a home favorite. They typically tough in the first quarter too, though. I uh, not, not, not talking you off of yours, LJ. They just they tough at home, man um Derek said this is a great slate though I can guarantee we cash absolutely we definitely getting some cash uh LJ said Orlando 0-3 ATS as a favorite but they have seven wins against the spread can I trust the Rockets tonight I would not <coughs> excuse me I would not be trusting the Rockets tonight uh, I know them your boys LJ but I wouldn't be trusting them boys tonight uh Markel says 76 is first quarter I know that cash for you the other day uh Markel they look good in that spot um Chris, you you and your stats, Bucks are winning. <laughs> oh man, it's not. This is definitely not a stat play, Leslie. This this is definitely not a stat play. I like to have numbers to back the plays that I'm on, but uh, it's not a stat play. Orlando averaged 116 points last five games. Yeah, Orlando 
the offense has picked up a lot, man. They have absolutely picked up a lot. Saw it twice against the the uh, Boston Celtics, and they went to Atlanta on the second night of a back-to-back and was able to score in that game as well. Uh, Banchero points anyone. I feel like you you, you perfect bounce-back spot for him as well. What up to my guy, Courtney? Um, uh, da, 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 da. What did Munga ask? He said... Let me get back to capping the games, man. Y'all going crazy in the chat. I appreciate y'all. Hit the like button for me if you guys can. Uh, Knicks are definitely a wagon right now. Absolutely smacked the Golden State Warriors up last night. Warriors ended up pulling the starters early in the fourth uh, because they played the Brooklyn Nets today. Don't have a lot on that game, but let me get back into let's get back into capping these games, man. So, or at least sharing this information with you guys that I have. So that's what I have for you guys as far as the uh, as far as the Pistons and the 76ers. Uh, the next game was the Pacers and the Celtics. Um, so Celtics in this one, they, it, they, I saw the spread open at 10. It's come down to nine and a half already. The total in this one opened at 231. It's up to 232. If you guys are watching, you guys will see that the total has gone up a point already. Um, another game where, you know, you get a, a, a pretty large spread and the books are like, hey, do you want to do you want to take like what are we what are we doing with this? Do you want to take the Pacers to to cover or do you want to take the Celtics in the bounce back spot, even though they've been really, really bad recently, uh, home or road, trying to get everybody acclimated, just got Robert Williams back, just got Al Horford back. Right. So the books are almost daring you to take the points with the Pacers. Pacers are just three and seven last 10, four and six against the spread last 10 as well. Uh, They have been kind of feisty as an away dog uh, catching 10 points or more this season They're two and one against the spread. Losing those games by an average of one point, and uh, two of those games they won outright, which is crazy. They 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 were catching ten or more against the 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 Brooklyn Nets one time this season, and against the Wash and against the uh, Golden State Warriors, a healthy Golden State Warriors. They were only missing uh missing Wiggins in that game. That was the game that Nimhard went crazy uh, on the second night of a back to back as well. Uh, four straight covers as away dogs. Does this is I'm talking about the Pacers away dogs. They they function well in this spot. Four straight covers against the East. Uh, those came against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, which is a you know pretty difficult place to win in. Uh, they covered in Brooklyn against the Nets twice, and they covered against the Wizards, and that doesn't mean too much. But you know you got to cover against the Wizards back when the Wizards were actually balling too. Uh, didn't have all the injuries. You look at the Celtics. This is their third straight home game. Potential get right spot for them. We know they have the ability. They have the players to uh, you know to blow anybody out at any time. I think Tatum is listed as questionable in this one. He missed the game on Sunday, of course, um, due to personal reasons. Never figured out what that was. So third straight home game, uh, back-to-back losses to Orlando. I kind of mentioned that already. They are – this Celtics team is 0-4-1 against the spread their last five games. So looking at the numbers that I just gave you guys, four straight covers for, for, for the Pacers as an away dog versus the East specifically, and you look at the Celtics being 0-4-1, ATS last five games overall, right? That's before they came home uh, and were on the West Coast trip. And that the, the numbers say you take the paces in this spot. I know somebody put it in the chat already. I didn't take it, but I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm sharing numbers. Um, they are just two and three. The, the Celtics are two and three against the spread as a home favorite, laying 10 points or more. Um, and, you know, some just real quick on the total. Uh, like I said, we talked about it going, you know, I talked about it going up a point already. Uh, Celtics are four and one to the over as a home favorite when they land 10 points or more and then nine and two to the over as a home favorite versus the East specifically. So they're scoring a lot of points when they're playing against the, the Eastern conference team. So just wanted to get that out there real quick as well. 
Uh, just one more game I wanted to go over. I still got some some work to do on some of these later games, but I did want to touch on this Hawks and the Bulls game, right? So the Bulls will be traveling from Miami. Yesterday they 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 got a win, uh, needed to win, needed a win bad. Jimmy Butler sat out in that game. Kyle Lowry was also out in that game. But the Bulls got a much-needed win after, you know, giving up 150 points to the Minnesota Timberwolves on Sunday. Um, still a lot of dysfunction within that locker room, so I probably wouldn't be betting on them. I don't care what you know how how much of a number I'm getting, and I feel like you're you're getting a good number. This 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 line opened at seven. It's down to six and a half. The total in this one two thirty three and a half. With the books telling you that it's going to be points projected. We know Atlanta got a win the other day against Orlando on the second night of a back to back. For Orlando, it was traveling from Boston to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta also got the gas back. Collins came back. DeJounte Murray also came back. Trey Young went absolutely crazy in that game. I think he finished with 37 points and 13 assists or something like that. So, uh, you know, he got the got the guys back together. But now they're laying, like I said, six and a half at the crib. So the Hawks, they they have the, the this is their second home game. I talked about them, you know, beating Orlando on Monday, but they didn't cover in that game, uh, even though the Orlando Magic were on the second night of a back to back with travel. Right. The Hawks are also just four, seven and one as a home favorite this year. They don't cover spreads when they're at the crib. They're one, four, one against the spread when asked to win by five points or more. So now you get them, you know, you get them at six and a, you get the Bulls at six and a half. Like I said, it's kind of it's kind of a dog day, man. It's, it's really, I think, a dog day. They've also failed to cover their last three uh, against the spread, their last three ATS margins versus a team that uh, they previously previously beat this season. So revenge game. For the Chicago Bulls, uh, we know that if you guys were watching that game, uh, I think it was last Sunday, not this Sunday, just past Sunday before, A.J. Griffin hit the game winner with less than a half second left, uh, got the got the little tip in at the buzzer to beat this team. So in theory, it should be a bounce back spot for, for the Chicago Bulls, even on the second night of a back-to-back. Um, the, the Hawks are also 0-5 uh, against the spread versus teams with a losing record in their last, in their, uh, last five home games. So typically they don't play well. They play up the competition, but also play down the competition as well. You look at this Bulls team, third game in four nights. Like I said, all that's kind of baked into the line. Of course, they're on the second night of a back-to-back, uh, road, road back-to-back as well. They are three and one as away dogs ATS when the line is seven or more, right? So the line has shifted to six and a half, of course, now. Uh, they're also, the Bulls, six, after last night's win, they're six, one and one against the spread as an away dog versus the East. So the, why they get smacked up when they play against the Western Conference team, whether that's at home or when they travel out West, they typically play really, really well against the East as an away dog. They function well in this spot. But just one and six against the spread in their last seven versus a team with the winning straight up record. They set their seven and three last 10 ATS in Atlanta. So this team travels well to Atlanta specifically. Um, and like I talked about, re- big, big revenge game after, you know, losing and uh, anytime you got all that turmoil going in, on in the locker room, uh, you know, players blaming Zach Levine, uh, coaches potentially getting traded, uh, team, uh, t- coaches potentially getting getting fired, uh, teammates potentially getting traded. It is a spot where you kind of want to, you know, you want to you want to prove your worth uh, just in case it's you that's, that, that ends up on the block. So I can see Chicago still coming out here and fighting hard through this one, man. I definitely can see it. Uh, real quick before I get out of here, cause I am at the 24 minute mark. Uh, if you guys have made it this far, I appreciate you hit the like button for me. Um, subscribe to the videos if you guys haven't already as well. Um, Warriors versus the Nets. So we don't, I don't see an official line for this one. Um, as far as the total, I do see a line. I don't see a, see a total at all for this one. 
And of course, this you know this show is done early, so you don't have all the lines all the time. Uh, now I do see one. So the spread has moved to twelve. When I capped it about when I was looking at it about fifteen minutes before the show this morning, I didn't see a line. Total at two twenty three and a half. So what the books are telling you is that they don't expect the Golden State Warriors to score a lot of points, and they expect the Brooklyn Nets to win the game uh, going away. This is the back to back for the Brooklyn uh, for the Golden State Warriors. Short you know short travel from from uh, MSG to, to Barclays. But um, I, this this is another tough one, right? Uh, for the Golden State Warriors, they went to Toronto and absolutely smacked Toronto up. But then they come back to New York, which the Knicks have been playing well, right? We've been talking about that. Knicks the hottest team in the NBA right now. And they get, they get obliterated last night, 132, 134 to 92 or something like that. They lose the game by 30. Uh, shout out to everybody who who took that. I talked about that that as well. I, w- I wasn't official on it, but somebody tweeted it to me and said they had the Knicks plus 31, in that, plus 31 last night. I think it was like plus 3,300, that cash too. Um, this is another game where the Knicks, just, they don't typically cover at the crib, man. This team is 5-9-1 five, five, and one against the spread at home. And I know that they're not covering these big numbers. I don't know what that number is, but as hot as they are, they are nine and one straight up. Uh, first game back home after beating Detroit on Sunday, they're a the more rested team. But I'm not laying twelve with the with the with the with the Brooklyn Nets at home. Just not something that I'm doing, man. A lot of more games to get into. Uh, I'm definitely you know got some thoughts and opinions on the Orlando Magic and the Houston Rockets game. Also, really, really fishy line in that Toronto and the New York Knicks game. Knicks have been on fire. Toronto continuously loses games over and over again. They haven't won a game in quite a while. So why is the line only, you know, Knicks minus one, minus one and a half? So definitely want to talk about that one as well. So tune back in with me, 515 Eastern time. I have official plays that I'm giving out. So far, what I have in my best slip, not placed yet, is the Bucks. I'm sorry, the, 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 the Cleveland Cavaliers. You take the money line, you take the minus two. And the under 216 and a half is what I see the number at the best number I see as far as the under in that game. Um, and like I said, I think some dogs cover today, man. Not official on any of them yet. It's too early. And, you know, the manipulation of the injury report definitely influences these uh, these lines and the totals. But I think some dogs cover today based on, you know, what I've shared with you guys already. Also, the Lakers play the Kings tonight. That spread has moved from five and a half to six in favor of the Kings. Portland revenge game against OKC in OKC. Uh, that line is four. Uh, they, the, Shea Gildas Alexander gamed them the other day. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can come back from that. Charlotte, big win the other day in Sacramento. Now they get a healthy Clippers team tonight as well. So, you know, want to make sure PG and Kawhi are in for this one, but they should be. Um, so, yeah, nice little, uh, ni- nice, nice slate today. Best of luck to you guys. As always, I finish the show with this, man. None of this is financial consultation. It's theory. It's logic uh sdqls trends i test all that good stuff man bet with your head not over it best of luck to you guys today also before we get out of here check out the podcast man i always say check out the podcast It's available every monday wednesday and friday so as soon as i get done with this i'm typically you know uploading it uh you know to the podcast so it's always available within 10 minutes of the show ending so if you tuned in late you don't have time to watch on youtube subscribe to the podcast man leave me a good review over there as well Appreciate you guys for rocking with me as always. Hopefully, the information that I presented is helpful. Best of luck to you guys. Until we meet again, uh, 515 Eastern Time as always for the Crispy Capping Show, man. Best of luck to you guys today.